Preeti Chibber. And I'm Jen Northington. And this is Tar Valinor Bust, a Wheel of Time podcast. The Dragon Reborn had to reach Tarman Gaidan, or else how could the Great Lord defeat him there? Dun dun dun! <laughs> uh, we are rereading the books in honor of the TV show adaptation's release, talking about our favorite and not so favorite moments, and digging into all things Wheel of Time. And today, we continue on with Crossroads of Twilight, chapters 21 to 26. I know, we're all, we're so we're close. We're so close. We're so <laughs> close. Um, you have some housekeeping. I do. I do. I've been thinking a lot about Dark Friends for possibly obvious reasons. Yeah. Um, and, like, I was thinking about how, actually, this is one thing that I think this show did super well in that, like, Dark Friend Dana... And um, Leandrin both mm-hmm. had like reasons, like yes. whether their reasons were good or not is not the question, but they both had like clear and relatable motivations. Like, yes. whereas in the books, like Leandrin is just a hateful person. And mm-hmm. I feel like every other dark friend, like we've talked about how the, how the Forsaken are like cartoon villains. Like Samuel is apparently a dark friend because he's mad that he's short. Like, <laughs> and it like. Is- I mean, part of it's a result, of course, of just needing to fill the space of villainy. Yeah. Right? Of needing right. there to be, like, everyone can't be forsaken or the great lord. You need sort right. of, like, mid-tier villains. Sure, sure. Who, who can be unexpected and who can be. But when the we're on book 11? 10? 10? 10? When we're on book 10 of like 800, 800 yeah. page books, uh, yeah, you're going to run out of motivations. I well, think. they've none of them have ever had a motivation. Well, like, it's even usually going just self serving and power, right? It's like power, sure. immortality. I guess, but I just find that a lot less believable than like Dana desperately wants a better life. And yeah, like, I don't think you're wrong. Yeah, I just, I just think it's so. <laughs> which we've talked idea, about before but right. i didn't i didn't connect it to motivation until just now because yeah, it's like yeah. okay like literally anybody at this point could be a dark friend and when we find out why we don't ever actually find out why like alvieran like wants to be immortal like cool that's it story, bro? i mean like, that's the thing with the forsaken too right it's yeah. all for all of them even yeah. the great even the the great lord the dark lord <laughs> it's all just oh it's pretty actually been a dark friend this whole time Stay tuned for the reveal. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, goodness. Um, But there's the motivation is basically power, right? For everything. It's just like it's it's, you know, it is pretty flat. It's simplistic. It's funny because you have all these other forces that are going up against Rand that have infinitely more interesting Mm -hmm. motivation not good motivation obviously but it is actual like motivation in terms of like the white cloaks or the Mm -hmm. sunshine these other like sort of bureaucratic forces he's having to deal with in the midst of the just good versus evil Mm -hmm. fight and so then i mean this is our problem with this is always our problem (laughs) with the forsaken and with Mm -hmm. the sort of like dark lord version of the the big fight is right. it is extremely simplistic in yeah. comparison to all the other little fights that are happening. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and like 
not for nothing like I know he wrote extensively about like the banality of evil and like yeah. sure fine but like also even banal villains have reasons mm-hmm. that are more than like I like power mostly like not some people are just I like power right I think we have living examples of that in our own yes. country but Unfortunately. like other other well, people but we also have like and and he does have where it's like I know we we are like oh Samael's mad because he's short but no Samael's mad because he's envious he's he's sure jealous. yeah but again and- like I think the show did a much better job of giving people like yeah, relatable reasons to become a dark. The show has the benefit of of a limited amount of space. Well, that's also, true, and they're right? only like we only have two that we're aware of at the moment. That's what I or, mean. You know what I mean? It's many right. fewer. They yeah. have like a they have a limited number mm-hmm. of characters by design, of course, but because it's what to counter argument. They do have a really limited amount of space, which Jordan doesn't have, and they manage to get more nuance. But that's into but, two but I I think that's working against him. Oh, you think? So? I think the amount of space is working mm. against him because he ha- he can just any time he needs right. a dark friend, any time right. it's just like yeah. okay, here's a new one. Right. And how much space are you going to spend on dark friend number forty seven? And their motivations being different than right. dark friend number forty six. Fair, like fair. I just I mm. okay. I'll buy that. I feel like <laughs> half the time on this podcast is me being like, it could be because of this. <laughs> you're you're good at coming up with possibilities. <laughs> you're very good at it. Well, well I mean, see. you know, as an author, though, also like you get it. I think it's just why your perspective is valuable, and like whether or not it's true, it's a reasonable guess. Yes. So we'll go with it's, that. It's educated guesses. It's educated guessing is all we do here. <laughs> And ranting. Educated ranting. ranting. We're going to have some ranting today. <laughs> uh, ranting and ranting. Hey! Hey! <laughs> All right. All We're right. off to after, a great start. After 21. I will say, actually, though, this was this was maybe the most readable section we've had. <laughs> You're like, not wrong. Like, I was, like, flipping pages pretty quickly. I mean, I also am just skimming at certain points. At I was point. reading. The, uh, I skimmed a little when yeah, I got to Karen. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> But prior to that, I was like okay. reading, reading. No, I was um, All right. So we start with Alvierin. This mm-hmm. was wild. So bananas. I feel like it went from like, I feel like years. Right. Of just the same like section, Alvierin section over and over and yeah. over to just like everything blows up at once. Right, right. Yeah, she's finally returning to the White Tower. She mm-hmm. has learned how to travel from Masana. She's like in the basements, like mad about dust. Um, she's in like one of the libraries. Yeah, sub, um, sub, I will sub, say sub she libraries. didn't. She learned how to travel from Masana, but was not allowed to teach literally anyone yes. else in the tower how to travel. Right, and like is very worried about anyone ever seeing mm-hmm. her weaves, which is why she comes in through this like disgusting, dusty library. Right. Um, and we find out that she's been on Tremel King, uh, which I guess connects to like the epilogue at the end of the last book where there's like some watcher talking about the way I was like, I know there's something about Tremel King. <laughs> I could not remember what it was. Pretty sure it was the epilogue. Of I the think last you're right. Book. We're like those two. But we people... still don't know anything about it. We just know that like there are people on Tremel King being like, the time has come, but we don't know yeah, what. But we yeah. don't know what it is. But she went also, there. I wanted to ask, have have they referred to the black sister, like the oh, every yeah. heart? 
Yeah, that's, that's new information. Thing. That's new, right? Suddenly, we know that, like, their little, like, pods of three are called hearts. They're called hearts. Who knew? Also, weird choice, Robert Extremely Jordan. weird <laughs> choice. And it's tossed off so casually that you're like, did I? Re-? I thought it was the wrong word the first time I read it. I was like, that's a weird, that's a weird typo. <laughs> yeah, it was like she sat. Yeah, she sat at, the head. sat at the head right. of the Supreme Council and knew the names of every black sister in every heart. So, right. like, Alvieran knows who every single mm-hmm. black Aja sister is because she's the head Supreme of the Supreme Council. Council. <laughs> it feels a little Dalek energy. Uh- <laughs> a little bit. <laughs> But yeah, so apparently they're called hearts. The cells, that's the right word for that kind of organization. The cells yes. called hearts. Mm-hmm. And there's a lot of like, I mean, we talk about hierarchy all the time and mm-hmm. how obsessed everyone is with hierarchy and Black Aja Aes Sedai are no different. No apparently. different. Super obsessed with hierarchy. She's really pissed off at Masana. She's thinking about how she still has to like grovel and that the prize of immortality was mm-hmm. worth a little groveling. It's um, just immortality. It's so yeah, great. Like, so basic. literally like, everything. She's like, the thought of living forever usually brightened her. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but what, what if the world sucks? I know. you. That's the world you want to live in forever? Um, and then we find out she's like in, you know, these sub-basements or whatever, and mm-hmm. there's rats. Um, this and, also. Yeah. She's like, oh, it's not because, like, we took down the wardings or anything. They just happen. They don't work like they're supposed to. There are gaps, which has to be a callback to a Gwen situation where suddenly, mm-hmm. and it'll show up again later in the parent chapters. Like, so like vermin are everywhere. Vermin are everywhere, but also this whole warding thing. Yeah. With the gaps. I was like, yeah. does, is, are people not aware that this is a problem <laughs> on either side? Yeah, like, apparently. Well, Alviarin's aware of it. But just Alviarin, it yeah. seems like, right? Yeah, P- potentially. Oh, I don't know. So that was weird. Yep. Uh, she finally yeah. makes it. Well, she also, in addition to Tremalking, she went to where Shadow Logoth used to be, right? Oh, is it? did that happen? I skimmed. Yes. <laughs> Um, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, she thought as she climbed, she could probe Masana about that impossible flare in the power. So that's Rand oh, right. Tiny, right? Mm-hmm. Um, because she was like, I have to mention it or she's going to think I'm hiding something. Right. You just have to be careful not to slip anything that suggested that she had actually visited the site. Oh, right. So she also went to right. um, see what happened. Right. So that's, she went, who else went? Bunch of the Forsaken. No, no, no. But also one of the Aes Sedai, I think in the last section, was talking about having gone. Oh, it's for Egwene. Oh, right. After everything stopped, they were like, it's a hole in the ground. There's yeah, a... Yeah, yeah. Right, right, right. Yeah, yeah, they yeah, sent... yeah. Oh, right. The... That was where we find out that some sisters are good at sensing yes. residue. So yeah. they sent a bunch of sisters who were good at residue to find out what had happened. Yes. Um, so yeah, okay, that just wanted to note that before we move on. So then she's coming through, you know, the library and she runs into Zamail, who I cannot remember who that is. I said I, number 17, doesn't matter. (laughs) And she is like, uh, 
you know, she she's like almost wanted to tell Zamel what was happening on Tremel King just to see whether the woman would flinch. So like something is happening. Something's on going on. Okay. Um and Zamel is like, oh well, this must be a really hard time for you. <laughs> and Aaron's like, what? What is it? For me. I mean, yeah, totally. Totally. <laughs> so, and then sure. like the halls are deserted. Alvaren's like, where the hell is everybody? Yeah, it's uh, super weird. She like can't, she doesn't want to call attention to herself. Mm-hmm. So she can't really push anything. Um, but she's noticing how strange it is that she's not seeing anybody. Yeah. And there's a mention that elevator thing killed me. Oh my god, the lift. The lift. <laughs> You'd heard of this thing called the lift. I know I laughed really hard. I will uh, say, I couldn't quite figure out. Does she know that the tower is besieged? I at like, this has she point, been gone long enough. She's been gone for a month. Yeah. So she I don't think she knows at this point. Because this at, is like two weeks-ish. Right? Yeah. They've been yes. there for two weeks or something like yeah, that. Yeah, I don't think she knows okay. anything about where the rebels are or any of that right so she finally gets to Aleda's chambers and she's like haha i can't wait to punish Aleda some more um and then she finds that uh Aleda is there and all of the sitters are there as this well was so more than half not all of them but more than half this all felt I mean, I'm don't get me wrong. I'm like so thankful to Robert Jordan to not making us sit through Aleda getting rid of Alvira's keeper. <laughs> like I'm so glad yeah. that we fast forwarded <laughs> by that. But it was pretty jarring mm-hmm. to after having so long of this relationship exist in the way that it did in the text to all of a sudden like not. Yeah. Where I and I liked it. I thought it was good. Like yep. I thought it was a, a strong choice given how little happens in this book. Mm-hmm. It actually kind of felt exciting because you're like, <laughs> I actually don't know what's going on and I want to know what's going on because it's clear that something has actually happened yeah. that will impact the plot in some way. <laughs> yeah. So she's like, she orders her to stand in a corner and is like, Do I have to summon the mistress of novices to get you to obey? And Alvierin's like, Oh, she's going to pay for this. Um, but no, but also Alvierin like, starts so freaking out yeah mm-hmm. like the the switch to fear is yeah. very fast yeah. yeah like it's it's pretty intense because she's like thinking of all the ways that she's like well th- she can't be doing this because i have so much dirt on her mm-hmm. and then she's like oh unless she can make a case that i'm black asha yeah then i'm super fucked yeah so uh so it turns out that Aleda is having a meeting with the sitters about negotiating with mm-hmm. the rebels. Um, and uh, and she's like, you were explaining to me why I would even consider that. And Suana's like, we're not asking permission. Like, we're going to do it. Yes. And it was funny to me because this is basically the flip of the conversation that Egwene yes. had. It's like, sure, you can have negotiations, but these are my terms that nobody's ever going to agree to. Like, have yeah, because it's like the dissolution of the blue yeah. Asha completely. Yeah, and like all of them have to like retake the test and like pick new Ajas and it's whatever. So silly. Um, um, I did love how they're like, oh, also they know how to travel, and they're like, yeah, no shit, duh. <laughs> like, Egwene is like, boy, I wonder if they'll find out. Like, yes, they yeah, have man. obviously. They're going to figure it out. 
Um, There's also a lot of sort of like, through this, we know the Black Aja knows everything about everybody, Uh apparently, because if a sister is in the Black Aja, that supersedes her loyalty, obviously. Right. To whatever specific Aja she's chosen. Mm -hmm. So Alviaren is sort of like, oh, that person's the first weaver. That person's Mm -hmm. the da-da-da. And like, like, it's a lot of tower politics stuff. Yeah. But I thought it was in, I'm, another strong point is doing this from Alviaren's POV and not Aleda's POV. Mm -hmm. Because I think it would have been infinitely more boring from Aleda's POV. Already too much for what happens. I mean, it's it's classic. A lot of description of people's outfits and hair. And you're like, I don't care. But at least because we're in Alviaren's POV, we are also sort of struggling to try to Right. Keep up with what's happening. Like we're in the same boat yeah. she is, which makes it more interesting to read. Right. That's right. Even with the like, I don't care about mm. their names. Right. Right. What they what role they play in well, their Well, and like some of these are the sisters who are part of Pavara and yeah. uh Shane's hunts. So like that's happening. Um, and you mm-hmm. can tell because well, so first, okay, before I get I just I did like this line. Um, with the last battle looming in a world that yeah. contains the Black Tower, we can no longer afford to remain divided. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like, oh, good. They've like figured out the vaster priority here. <laughs> yeah. Um, Except then Aleda is like, hmm, mm-hmm, however. Mm-hmm. But and then uh, the green sitter Rubinda is like, I am instructed to make the same points. So like they're noting dissension, even though yeah. they're like, saying the thing um and elena's like yeah yeah that's that's nice but like my edicts still stand so like go negotiate Mm. that (laughs) yeah which is what we said it's like no blue aja yeah anyone who served in the rebels whatever Mm. uh and she's like i'm gonna weld the white tower into a (laughs) weapon like okay (laughs) okay um but then alvieran is like but there's some good good stuff here because she knows the hall actually won't be able to come together against mm-hmm. Aleda because she has sown so much division right. there. Right. Yeah. Um, and then Aleda's like, okay, leave, mm-hmm. get out. And so we can have finally this like very real conversation mm-hmm. between Aleda and Alviaren. Yeah. And Alviaren's like, uh, you can't do this. Like you, I have all this dirt on you. Like you, you can't do this without me. Mm-hmm. And I love how Elena's like, I'm really surprised you came back. <laughs> yeah. And she like hits her yeah. and then shields her immediately. It was actually kind yeah. of badass. It was kind of badass. <laughs> like, it was like that I still hate Elena. Except that Elena sucks and will suck forever. Mm-hmm. Um, but she basically is like, oh, we, we deposed you as keeper because mm-hmm. you were gone. Mm-hmm. So you have no control. You have no power and mm-hmm. also treason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> heads up and like all of the things that like Alvierin is holding over her she's like well that's all blamable on other people so yeah I'm fine. <laughs> so good luck <laughs> so good luck with that um and then she like just lets her go which felt yeah. kind of bizarre i know it's really odd um like this is where i was a little i stumbled a little bit because it didn't feel aleda was so taken down like yeah so so scared and we've been in her pov of how terrified mm. she was of alvieran that to just on her say so think that's enough to keep alvieran down right 
given what Alvierne was willing to do to her, felt a little yeah. convenient. Yeah, it's a little hand-wavy. A little hand-wavy. Like, haha, the tables have turned, which I totally believe is possible. Agreed. But, but it felt and then like for it, her to just be like, now get out of my now leave. Like, okay, do you actually, even if you don't believe she's really Black Aja, you like you just made this enemy who has all this dirt on you and right? you're like not going to try to control like what she does next. But again, Elaine is an idiot, so who knows? She is, but she's an overcautious one who would yeah. take her and it, like That's she's true. not this kind of person. Yeah. Yep. Um. So that felt a little like off. Yeah. But I did, I mean, what Jordan is so good at is I think he built the tension here really well. Mm-hmm. Like, hand waviness aside, the minute Alvierin, like, leaves, I love the, like, Alvierin did not leave, she fled. Mm-hmm. Be- and it just builds that sort of, like, intense, you know something bad is coming. Yeah. Like, this wasn't going to be a thing where she ended up just in her rooms. Right. I was like, no, no, this is going to go real bad. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, so she flees back to her rooms and she digs out. She has this thing from the Age of Legends. And guess what? It's another rod. It's another rod. Surprise. They only made rods in the Age of Legends. <laughs> They're like, the cylinder is the best the shape. The best shape. <laughs> the best. Um, And it's apparently like a pager because she basically uses this to pay. It's a magical pager. She pages Masana. She pages Masana like one three. No, one four three. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> oh so silly yeah i was like waiting she it's like this very long description yes. of this like but she only used it like uh-huh. she's not gonna put it away until it does the thing and i was waiting for something amazing yes. and then i was like no just masada just shows you're just, up like, calling masada <laughs> it's like a flare gun Pedro masada i don't yeah. know <laughs> like so silly <laughs> Um, so yeah, Masana's like, what is your emergency? Like, I don't give a shit that you're not the keeper anymore. I know, like, Masana I can... shows up like, what's your damage? <laughs> yeah, what's your damage? <laughs> ah, and yeah, so Alvarin's like, ah, uh, Elena knows about the Black Aja. Um, and, uh, Masana's like, that's nonsense. Elena's ridiculous. And I, I mean, actually they... agree with Masana. Oh, fully agree. But I can understand. I think he did a good job of giving us reasoning behind Alvarin's mm. fear, which is that the Black Aja keeping right. the identity secret is paramount. So, like, if anyone ever got, even got close, those Black Aja sisters disappeared. Right. So it's, she knows that her life is not worth the secret. Mm-hmm. And so that's just an added layer of like anxiety. Right. Of, like if it's between getting found out mm-hmm. and protecting that Aja, like she knows what the choice is. Yeah. Yeah. So Masana's like, cool, cool. I'm just going to torture you some more. And then this was so confusing. Well, it's like she gets, I mean, this was, I, the way I read it was she's like, you're, this is not even, why are you even dealing with this? Like, no, no. And so Alvierin starts to like plead with her. Mm-hmm. And I think this is where, what's the Miradral's name? Kadar. Whatever his name is. I think they show, I don't think this was Masana's intention. No, no. This is Adar pulling them. Right. Right. Uh, or did he show up in? Or the he showed tower? up there? Either way. 
yeah he's, he disrupts everything right so like Masana's like been you know weaving illusions to disguise herself and suddenly we find out she's like blue-eyed um who looks very familiar but Alviarin doesn't know who she Ugh. is and I'm just like god damn it like like Alviarin, you know big the name Masana reveal is that we and don't you know? don't it's it's that <laughs> there's reading. a clip from like a Justice League cartoon I can't remember. I think it's one of the movies. I don't remember. Where like Lex Luthor has like, like taken over the Flash's body, and he's like, "Yes, I'm finally gonna know who the Flash is." And he pulls <laughs> off the mask and looks in the mirror, and he's like, "I don't know who this is." <laughs> who the hell is this guy? Yeah, it's like one of my favorite things. I'm like, that's kind of what it felt that like. Is, yeah, it felt. I was very. <laughs> After building it up so yeah. aggressively, and I'm like, am I supposed to remember who wears bronze embroidered green? Like, clearly she's a green it's, sister of some kind, but like, it's giving us the. It's like I don't understand the. I would rather just let the illusion stand, yeah, than do it this way. Yes, because it doesn't help to give us any hints. I mean, I maybe I guess if you are capable of paying this much attention, you're like, I know who that is, but I don't know, and. I don't know if they'll reveal it before right. the end of this book, obviously, right, but if right. they don't, I can also understand it as being like, a, okay, this is a mystery for mm-hmm. readers to chew on while you're waiting for the next book. Sure, sure, sure. So, yeah, this is where we are. The, so, yeah, the so, Murdral shows up and is like, uh, we're keeping this one. Yeah, because Masana's like, I'm going to kill her. She's useless. Yeah, right. And the Marigold's like, that's silly. Don't be so wasteful. We can like, still we, use we'll right. use her. The Black Aja, you know, has a use still. Oh, and then you were summoned and you did not come. And dun, dun, dun. then there's this like very like graphic like ball gag situation. <laughs> it's a lot happening. It's but the Marigold is torturing Masana mm-hmm. in front of Alvierin mm-hmm. and then basically being like, it, then it turns into the Great Lord. I guess so. Like the Great Lord is inhabiting the Murdral. It was a little confusing. Very confusing. But the Great Lord's like, you're marked as mine. Now right. Masana cannot harm you until I give her permission. Mm-hmm. You are going to find who threatens my creatures here and deliver them to me. Yeah. Um, but Alviarin is sort of like, okay, great. I've been marked as his however mm. masana will find a way to kill me yeah. for having seen for knowing that mm-hmm. and having seen what i've seen mm-hmm. and now she has to try to figure out like who is hunting the black Asha. yeah um which we know obviously is pavara and all of them yes, but she decides exactly. to start with Taylene, who mm-hmm. was one of the sitters that had been in Alita's room because she is black asha mm-hmm this made me laugh. If she had to manufacture a scheme for Alita's supposed hunters, Tilene might be a place I know. to start. <laughs> I was like, ah, oh, if only you knew. If only you knew. Yeah. Uh, so I got to say, though, the like, I know at some point the Black Aja stuff was like interesting in terms of the uh, hunt and, and all of that, but I'm so far beyond it now. Uh-huh. I just, now that you have the Rebels on the literal like shore of Tarvalin. Right. I don't care about yeah, this. I know. So like getting a Pavara POV here, I was like, come on. Oh yeah. I skimmed the bejesus out of chapter 22. I was just like, doop, 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 like don't care. Yeah. So Pavara <laughs> is having it's 
Ta- what's her name? Tarna. Tarna, who yeah. was the red sister who went to Saladar, um, is there to talk to Pavara and sort of like Pavara's like, we don't know, like in her head, thinking a lot about this is like sort of like, don't forget what's going on with the with the Black Aja <laughs> hunt. Like that's what this chapter is. Cause it's like Pavara still hates Galena because she found out mm-hmm. Galena was Black Aja and all this stuff. Um and is it so Tar Tarna is now the keeper. Now the keeper, right? Yeah. Yep. And she's like, I don't know if it's a good idea. Feels right. like lots of things have changed. Yeah. Um they're talking a little bit about Rand being Taverin. Uh-huh. And then she they talk about Ashaman, mm-hmm. which we know Aleda doesn't think they're as big a threat as they actually are. Like this mm-hmm. is all information we know. Yep. But I think the big thing is that they find out that the bonding has happened. Right. And that the Ashaman know how to travel. And that the Ashaman know how, how to travel. And that, like, because Tarnas saw their recruiting parties and she's like, oh, there's way more of them than yes. we think. Um, and so she's like, there's only one solution. We the, bond them the first. have to what? bond them as warders. What? Well, she doesn't know yet that they've been bonded, that sisters have been bonded to Ashaman. Because, no, no, she doesn't. Because yeah, Pavara she, has that note, right? Right. Because she's like, Tarna says to Pavara, like, red sisters have to take them as warders. And Pavara was like, say what now? Um, funny story. And, funny. And then exactly. And then funny story. Because she's like, well, that's interesting. Because I just heard from Toby. <laughs> You're like, okay. Ugh. And then... Tarn is like, well, then what I said was right. Mm-hmm. This doesn't change anything. And Pavara is like, no, it changes everything. Does it? I yeah, I have no idea what Pavara means. I'm like, why? What? what? Didn't tell you. But also, I was like, I don't understand how like Tarna's response to this is like, we have to bond them as war. None of it makes sense. Cool. Like and how? It's so I, I feel like that chapter only existed to contextualize the Rand and Loghain meeting that comes later. Oh, that's fair. Because I don't know why else it would be in there. I, I feel. I like mean, the, he's building up to something with all this, like who's is, bonding who situation. Oh, a hundred percent. But I feel like the only reason we got that because was the. The Tovin chapter wasn't in this book, right? It was in Winter's Heart. If it was, it was a really long time ago. I feel like it was not in this book. But if it was, it was a long time ago. Because if it wasn't in this book, I could understand the need for this chapter. If it was in this book, I don't understand the need for this chapter at all. I don't think it was, though. Okay. I'm willing to believe that. That's probably true. Because I don't remember that happening after we had to sit through Matt. (laughs) just talking and then Egwene just talking yeah, and you're Karen right. and then just, Elaine talking. just talking you're right you're right so that would yeah, have been last book. I think it was Winter's Heart alright Um. alright so then chapter 23 we're with Catswain which I was like oh this is exciting this is the first person <laughs> we've seen who is actually at the end of Winter's Heart right here yeah finally and we finally know where Rand is because yeah because mm-hmm. they're together they're at a manor house in Tyr, mm-hmm. near the spine of the world. Yep. There's a lot of talk about this man, Algorin. Oh, my I God. I don't care about Who him, but cares? he owns the manor. 
Um, so Cad Swain is like sitting in her rooms and Varen comes in mm-hmm. and is sort of updating her on like, oh, the sea folk all went to tear. Um, here are the updates. There's a lot of Cad Swain being like, I can't trust Varen. Yeah. I don't know what she's up to. She's very shady. Yeah. Apparently like, there's also, I, I just thought this was weird. There's as many sea folk in the city as everyone put together. Like, yeah. What? What? Why? Did they go there after Ibudar? I don't know. I guess so. It was like, yeah. Maybe I that's where know. their meeting is to choose the new mistress of ships. Oh, yeah, maybe. Maybe. Um, and but yes, Cadsween the whole time is like, well, Varen pretends to be clueless, but she's not, and she's, she's but sh- does she yeah. know that I know? It's right, a lot of exactly. like, like I don't know what she knows about what I know, sort of. And situation. then Min comes busting in and is like, you know, having feelings about the sea folk prophecy that she saw, which I can't understand why we care about that either right now. I I did think it was funny where Catsway, I do love Catsway's like observations because she's like, Min comes in and she's like, she's changed in Shatter Logoth or perhaps earlier. But either way, the change was not for the better. <laughs> like, damn, Catsway. Cold. <laughs> You've all been through a lot. Yes, truly. <laughs> but Min is really there to be like, Rand wants to come, like, wants you to see him, although mm-hmm. he did tell me to frame it as a question. <laughs> Right. Catswain's mostly annoyed because Min is no longer as like deferent mm-hmm. to her as she used to be. Yeah. Um, so but yeah. Um Varen is like, she's in love with them. Yeah. Of course that's how it's gonna go. And Catswain's mm-hmm. kinda like, if you say so. <laughs> and she's like, Meanwhile, I'm the only one who knows that they're bonded. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, still more about Varen, whether or not. Varen knows that Catswain knows that she's mm. actually probably deceiving her. Um, Laying it on real thick there, Robert Jordan. Real, real thick. Um, Catswain, she's giving Catswain updates as to like the, the rumor situation in yes. here. And we find out that Catswain's like, I told you not to talk to anyone. And Varen's mm. like, I didn't. <laughs> I just I just spied on Alana and Rafaela from behind some meat pies. Like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> What? Oh gosh, it is so kind I have of funny. no idea what's going on in here at this point. I'm like, uh, it I sounds like a big mess. Like Darlin is besieging, but then this person and, and then the sisters are doing and the sea folk. Are like, there's too know. much happening, there's and way too we're much not happening. we're not there, so it's fine. And then this is hysterical. Nessun comes in for some reason. Is like, Varen, didn't you write a paper on the drowned lands? Well, I they're walking. They're walking to <laughs> see like Catherine's like. Like, I need to go see Rand and right. Varen leaves with her and they run right. into Nessun in the halls. Right. <laughs> and that's where Nessun's like, let's talk snakes. <laughs> and Catherine's like, this is weird because the two of them are not friends. And like, yeah, what like, is going on? They're like not even from the same faction right. of the Aes Sedai. Right. But she's yeah. like, but brown sisters can make up when they want to be nerds, I guess. Yeah, I guess so. Um, And then we get this, like, there's a lot of talk about Catswain's ornaments in this yeah. section. Yeah. So we so get much. thinking about like protection from Taverin and she's like, none of my ornaments do that. Well, I technically don't know what three of them do, but like, it doesn't seem like they do that. Um, and then as she's walking through the hallway, you know, she's just basically like observing people. Well, they, she gets to, to each other. yeah, she gets to where the warders are 
sparring, training, Mm -hmm. whatever. And Lan is there. And we get our classic Lan flows like water. He's such a good fighter. (laughs) It's a lot of the like uh, Ashaman warders Mm -hmm. who were with us at Shadar Logoth. Then Katswin has a conversation with Maurice about Mm -hmm. warders. And yeah. It's a lot of the bonding stuff between sisters and yes. Ashaman, yeah, which we're seeing from multiple angles because Robert Jordan is, like you said, clearly oh, building yeah. up something. So mm. we we got the red sisters talking about it. Now we have Cad Swain and Maurice talking about it from a non horrible Aes Sedai perspective, in quotes, yeah. right? Um, and in a moment we'll see it from another perspective. Mm. But it seems like one of the threads is uncertainty basically mm-hmm. because there's a lack of confidence in the way that Maurice is talking about it that yeah. surprises Kat Swain right and Kat Swain is asking her like is the male half of the source really cleansed and Maurice is like I mean it's really freaking hard to tell because Sadar Satan and Sadar are so different but like yeah, it like, seems no like idea. it could be possible um we get a naive mention in a terrible way because oh Catswain's like, she's so frivolous and silly and not smart. And you're like, great, thanks. That's, that's what she says. Um, yeah. There's a reminder that Lan is not technically Nynaeve's warder because he's still bonded mm-hmm. to that other M. Myrel. Myrel. Uh, to my, mm-hmm. Where is Myrel now? I think she's with Egwene. Still? I thought yeah. Myrel got sent I- somewhere. Mm-hmm maybe you 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 could be right i don't remember that's the last time we saw her was like talking to Egwene and giving an oath of fealty oh yeah yeah uh, yeah 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 yeah. at least that's the last time i remember seeing her i, I think... do i did laugh about how cat swain is pissed that nynaeve also has terror has all that ingrial yeah <laughs> like yeah when she wears these ridiculous things that are also terror ingrial like so annoying like come <laughs> on man okay um we also find out that perhaps the Ashaman don't grow in the strength in the same way I said right. I do, right. which I thought was interesting because sure. Maurice is talking about how her warder, and, and I can't remember which one she's bonded to, mm. whatever. It doesn't really matter. Yeah. Um, she's like, but he could be more, who knows how strong he's going to be. Right. And then we get this very cryptic mention of um had Swain, like saying like oh i couldn't remember the last time i let shock show on my face it might have been all those years ago in the black hills when she began earning the ornaments she now wore which sounds like it was some kind of like structured situation i don't know this is robert jordan being like i have a backstory in my head for right <laughs> and i'm not gonna tell and you i'm what not it gonna is. tell you what it is Maybe someday, what maybe in jerk. an encyclopedia, <laughs> yeah, but right. certainly not here. So yeah, Jahar, whichever one that is. I can't remember first names and last names paired up. Narishma? Um, Was Jahar Narishma? Yeah, maybe. maybe. No, wait. No? Wasn't I don't Narishma know. the Forsaken? Was no. Forsaken? No. Ooh, Narishma's still there, right? Mm. There are so many names. So many names. Jahar. Oh, no, you're right. Jahar Narishma. Oh, nice. Good job. Well done. (laughs) Okay. So blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah, there is a lot of blah, blah, blah here. Um, But yeah, this sort of ends with that, like, surprise at the lack of confidence in her Mm -hmm. relation, in Maurice's relationship to her warder. Right. Um, And then Catswain's like, all right, I need to go see Rand, though, for real. (laughs) And Olivia, the Shanshan, is sitting outside of her, of Rand's doors, like, you know, warding him, as it were. Um, Yeah, because she has a deep connection Right. So it's like something's going this, on there. And this I guess it was interesting, though, right? Like this this line where she's like, but there was a connection between Olivia and the boy, a connection revealed in glances that carried determination on her side and on his hope, hard as that was to believe, which is obviously setting up what comes in a few pages. But I did think it was an interesting pickup from Catswain because I don't remember that. Well, it's. Min had a prophecy about right, right. Oh, right, right. That's all. I think that's all that is. Well, because the connection, though, that Olivia believes that Rand is the only reason that she is safe, right? Wait, from what? Isn't that? I don't know. Isn't that what she said? <laughs> Olivia credited with him with freeing her from the Domine's collar, but it was more. There was more to it than that because Olivia doesn't know about Min's um viewing obviously right no right so but olivia is um so it's just like thanks for freeing me yeah That's exactly her? like she's the one he's he's the one who got all of those domine free freed and then and so she's like i will do whatever he needs me to do but Min had a viewing about her, and right. that's what Rand knows. So that's the right. That's, that's the right. Thing. right, right, right. And then the other person is Elza, who right. is so obviously a dark friend. <laughs> I don't even know why Robert Jordan was pretending like that was going to be some big surprise. She's such a freak. <laughs> like, buddy. Oh, it's like Catherine's like, oh, Elza, because Elza. Elza's just like so extra about keeping extremely like, extra people away from Rand. Yeah, like it's so silly. Yep. Um, and so Catherine's like, just let me, go- just let me in, right? <laughs> like I just, just let me in. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so Rand is still obviously a mess. Um. It was interesting. I did want to talk about POV choice a little bit here. Mm. Because again, this is the first time we're seeing Rand. Yeah. Since the end of Winter's Heart when he cleansed Satan. Mm. And the choice to have it be from Cadswain's perspective of the literally the first time we see him is the boy was on his feet when Cadswain entered. Like, Mm. not his name. It just seems like such a specific choice on Robert Mm. Jordan's part to... Not like infantilize him, but I think it's it was possibly a reminder. I don't know if it was like because the last time we saw him, it was in this like very intense, yeah. like horrible situation where he was giving all of himself to do right. this thing of a and reminder doing this of, like, like thing that should have been impossible. Yes, of like oh he's he's still a kid. He still needs guidance. He still doesn't know what's going on. So it was mm. just sort of this like I thought it was a very smart choice even though all we want is to know what's going on in Rand's head obviously (laughs) like all we've been freaking hundreds of pages waiting yeah and so for him it didn't feel like a stalling tactic it felt like a very strategic reasoning behind wanting 
Cad Swain to be the first person we saw him through. Sure. Because she has like a point of view on who he is. Right. Which then would color the way we read his next few chapters. Right, right, right. So yes, Rand is doing as Rand is doing. (laughs) Um, Yeah, he is uh, a mess and he is like, oh, Lord Algren had a brother who can channel. And she's like, yeah, yeah, I was the one who brought him in. Like, (laughs) cool, cool. Um, it's like the first thing he says yeah 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 and then he's like algorin wants to be tested and he's like a billion years old but i guess he wants to be tested now um i don't i don't know well he says it and clearly is waiting for a reaction from her Mm -hmm. to this and she's like don't worry i'm gonna tell you when you're being a fool (laughs) (laughs) like don't forget because we know rand wants something from her Mm. he knows because of min he knows she's supposed to guide him in some situation but nobody really knows to what or what the specific thing is so it's a lot of like open-ended questions Uh (laughs) where you're just like is this what i'm supposed to learn (laughs) what's happening So then he starts talking about the Shanchin. He's been mm-hmm. talking with Olivia. Um, and they've like never lost a war and like how they uh like learn from their mistakes on like literally Unlike ever except for five people on our side. Oh she's like, Well, Gareth Bryan does that and Davern Bashir. And he's, he's like, like cool. Yeah, but they all do it, it was, I will say, it's a really like it was a heart stopping question when she says, Are you considering the possibility mm. that they can't be defeated? Mm. That's like Ooh. Yeah. Yeah. And he's just like, no, I can totally defeat that. <laughs> and then their conversation gets interrupted. All right. Elza uh, comes in. She's trying to stop Arian oh. and Serene, whoever those people are. I don't know. There's so um, many names here, too. It's like everyone's no. showing up. They're all close by. Yeah. And they're like, oh, my warder will be here, here, here. My feral will be here as well. And you're like, and then Rand's like, I didn't expect it so soon. Expect what? What? Well, I think the point here he's saying is it's the, but I shouldn't have expected events to wait on me, which has been sort of in Winter's heart was kind of the running theme where he was like, I'm going to do my own thing. Everyone else has to handle everything else while I take a break to try to kill these Ashaman. And, right. You know, and so we're sort of seeing the like, aftermath of his choices in the last book where he's like i guess that's not really something i can do anymore right should have been doing in the first place right and then but it's all very vague like it is very vague what had brought these warders from kyrian and who had traveled with them might be problems enough to go on with well we're gonna find out in like two seconds answer from the boy and i was like god damn it can't you just tell me something ever no robert jordan no no going on absolutely not uh, Robert right. Jordan was like, I could, but I would rather be oblique. <laughs> it's like this. One of my favorite moments from the U.S. version of The Office is when uh, Kevin's like mad about the parking, and Michael's like, I can't. I mean, I could, but I'm not going to. <laughs> would, but won't. Should, but shorn't. What part of shorn't <laughs> don't you understand? <laughs> And Robert Jordan's like, what part of short don't you understand, Jen? There is this like not to bring up, not to not to talk about the boy wizard, but there is a line <laughs> in the book that 
makes me laugh to like made me laugh forever before I stopped reading them, obviously. But he says like, it's like the line is like, ah, yes, Dumbledore said, I haven't told you to Harry. And you're like, yeah, that's it. That's it. That's the series. The whole series. That's the whole thing. One word. (laughs) Yeah. Uh, so okay, so chapter twenty four. We're with Rand. We're it with has Rand. been six hundred and fifty six pages, six million pages. But we get a Rand POV, and I gotta say, I I do think he flubbed this a little bit. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm sorry, we have been waiting years for some readers. <laughs> But at least 656 pages yes. for the rest of us. Yep. To find out about the cleansing of mm-hmm. Satan. That is the thing. Right. There is no benefit to holding it. No. That I can see. Because he does bring it up in a right. few pages. Why? 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 <laughs> Why? Why? Why does it take so long to get to that? Because he needs to have thoughts about Midden for like 16 pages first. Like, I'm sorry, man. I know that maybe part of you wanted this to be a romantic drama. Mm. No. No. I was like, I don't care about this. That ship has sailed a long time ago. I guess, uh, you know, there's some things that I guess are important. Like, we get confirmation that he's got two people in his head um, loose Theron, and then this foggy face he could almost recognize. I know, yeah, it's not wrong. Like, but I mean, like, not, not wrong. But it's, it's not interspersed that... with. I agree with you. It's like meant to be this like romantic, quiet moment, and instead you're just like, oh my god, just tell me what's happening. Just tell me what's going on with Satan, because mm. we instead get this like again. I do think some of it is probably like, let me set up Rand again. Yeah, you yeah. know, even though we're ten books in, like <laughs> we know, we who get Rand it, is. we know who he is. But because it, it's not even setting up the new Rand who mm-hmm. would exist with a cleansed Satan. It's just setting up Rand. Yeah. Like you hear Luce Theron. You're yeah. mixed up about Avienda and Elaine right. and Min and being mm-hmm. bonded to them. And you have all these thoughts. You have your two wounds. Right. That, yeah. That, that are the same. That. Right. The two overlapping wounds hurt since Shadar Lagoth. Um, He thought maybe one would get better and it's not. It didn't. It didn't get better. So it's like Like, a lot of like, I mean, maybe that's also an attempt to build tension of like, oh, he did this big thing and actually nothing changed. Yeah. But how can that be true? I agree. Actually, I didn't think about it that way, but you're exactly right. Like he did this thing that was supposed to be impossible. That was the whole reason that like all of this, all the setup for this book is because of this, you know, taint on the male half of the source and he did it and we're still where we were we're where we were and you're telling me that it didn't have like massive consequences well i wonder i do feel like there was some drop of people being like the power doesn't work the same way anymore like especially around where the cleansing yes they did say that and then alviarn being like the warder the wardings have gaps in them it's like did he did he actually do something that still feels small, else? though, doesn't I know. it? it well, because we're not seeing big consequences from it. Right. And we and, should see. Yes. Like, yeah. I, I understand sort of textually this idea of, like, because by definition we are in the midst of the story, you can't sure. have maybe, like, 
world-changing yeah. consequences. But this feels like yeah. you've minimized the thing that he did, like, to the point where you're like, what has what has changed? Because you didn't give us really – we had the brief moment at the end of Winter's Heart where the Ashaman were like – it's clean. Thrilled. It's yeah. clean. It's clean. None of that here. Mm -hmm. And yep. I think we should have seen some of it. I agree. And Just nothing like has changed for Rand. He still gets like, he's still, his wounds are the same. We mm -hmm. find out he still can't seize the source without feeling like he's yep. going to vomit and fall over. Like literally nothing has changed for him. So it's like, it feels very anticlimactic. Yeah, when, like on top of the fact that you've made us wait. Yeah. Almost the entire book mm -hmm. to find out because we've had to watch just everyone People else. talk mm -hmm. um it just seems like why did you make us wait then if yeah. the whole point is that there was no real change to yeah. rand yeah uh, right and we've seen the dark lord interacting with people and nobody like the forsaken don't seem concerned about this right. like everybody That's seems fine strange. yeah it is weird so we'll um, see if it changes later i guess yeah so anyway, the thing that has happened is that uh, Bashir and Loghain have shown up. Okay, so Bashir, <laughs> was Bashir outside Camelin at some uh, point recently? Yeah. Wasn't he there? Like, wasn't he one of the armies that Elaine was talking about? So I could be making this up, but my feeling is that we saw Loghain, like, have the falling out with Tame and like, right. I'm going to go on a recruiting party. Right. And like take all of his people. Yes. And go to Camelon. And he was like, I think he was using Bashir to find out where Rand is. Well, because then Bashir and uh, what's his face? The other Carhian guy, as we'll find right. out, like Bashir had those like two thieves looking yes. for something. Right. That was outside Camelon. Yes. It was outside Camelon. So I think basically like Logan and Bashir are both like, we need to talk to Rand and like right. our unhappy travel companions. All right. Okay. I, <laughs> I, guess. I guess. I mean, I feel like I'm just making stuff up to be quite honest, but it fits. <laughs> so let's go with it. Well, also, this is this also felt like pretty massive because we have not seen Logan and Rand interact since Rand saw yeah. him in the like cage in Tarvel, no. Oh yeah, you're right. When would they have? You're right. You're right. So they have not wow interacted since Wild. then. But Rand... I don't think Rand even knew that Logan became an Ashaman. Did he? I don't think so because he was like, and one of the Ashaman was Logan. Right. Logan. He was right. an Ashaman. It seems like such a small reaction right. for, like, this false dragon who yeah. he knew was gentled mm -hmm. is actually can use the power again. Right. And, I mean, Nynaeve was the one who healed him, yeah, so, yeah, like, yeah. she could have told him. But it still seems like such a... Yeah, an underreaction. Yeah, for what this should mm -hmm. be. Um, but so then it, it's also, like, is this where he gets mad about the... Oh, no, no, no. Not yet. No. So he's... Because Loghain and uh, Bashir both want to speak to him, but they don't want to speak to him together. Right. Because they don't want the other one to know what one is saying, which is right. silly. It's silly. Um, and, and then this he's, is where like, we get worried the... about what Cadswain is going to do. About what, yeah. though? Like, about what? I don't know. I'm just so confused. 
Well, I think in that it's like maybe just in the context of everything that's happening. I guess. But what's happening? I don't know. <laughs> People are going <laughs> to talk some more. People um, are going to talk some more. This is also where we get the like, um, maybe he's less mad after Shadow woke up. But no, maybe he's more mad right. because nothing's changed. Right. And Min is like, look, you got to do something. Because mm-hmm. don't forget, Logan still speaks of glory. His aura, you know. Um. And she te- did we know this that if like Bashir, if somebody died, like losing Bashir, Logan, or Dobrain, yeah, will be bad for you. No, I right? yeah, like, and she says she's also saying she sees something dark in the images around Lord Devram. If he turns against you, oh yeah, or dies, like this is all very vague ominous and vague and yes rand is like well if you saw it it's gonna happen so, so like what can we do what can i do like nothing and he's not wrong no he's not wrong um he got we get a brief of the color swirling because he thinks of matt yes and he's like oh matt's sitting on a wagon and we're like yeah you're not missing anything <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's pretty boring <laughs> So Elza uh, comes in and is being a weirdo and um, tells weirdo. him that uh, Loyal has arrived. Everybody's Yay, Loyal! I know. Loyal was the only good part of this. Uh, that was pretty exciting. Um, yeah. Then we get to finally see Rand seize the power. And this mm. is where we find out that like it is clean, but he still is like, it still makes him dizzy. It's still hard for him to do. And he doesn't want anyone to sort of like see this part. So he never, he never uh, accesses the power in front of people. Yeah. And like Luz Theron tries to get, tries to access Satan while mm. Rand is like, look, like not thinking or something. And he's like, no, 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 that's not happening. Right. Okay. So yeah, <laughs> it's just a lot of that. Yeah, it is. And then so, loyal. Yeah, and loyal. He's like, Brand, there's Ogier guest rooms and beds. It's so exciting. And you're like, oh, loyal, never change. I know. <laughs> I've missed loyal. We did get this kind of interesting, like, I liked this detail where he's like, Rand weaves a, a ward against eavesdropping. Mm. And then he thinks about how he thought of it, which was he had thought of it of, as spinning a web, which is a loose Theron thing. Mm-hmm. But I liked that sort of, I know we've seen a, like bits of it here and there, but I just like the directness of like, he had woven a ward and tied off a weave, not spun a web and knotted it. Mm-hmm. Just the, the linguistic mm-hmm. versions of themselves is right. fun. Right, right, right. Uh, yeah. let's see. So they talk talking about, about books. Books, yeah, exactly. One of his books got damned. It was very upsetting. Um, it was. Ugh, loyal. I miss you so much. When he's like, "You look tired, Rand. He I looks know. tired, man." I was like, "Loyal, you're the best person and deserve the world." Yes. And so Rand is like, "Yep, I'm tired." What did the elders say? <laughs> you're right. I am tired. Tell um, me what's going on. So he and loyal and Car- Carlden went to every steading. Um, except for yeah, my, my buddy buddy road trip <laughs> like book right. that we I wanted. know I wish I would rather have read that than a bunch of this other stuff <laughs> quite honestly um and uh he basically like most of the steadings have agreed to guard the way gates but not all of them 
Yeah. And we and get it's a, specifically not the Borderland ones, which is which a is, problem. Like, come on. Yeah. So now Rand is like, okay, how am I going to get those guarded? Maybe yeah. the Ashaman, like maybe, like, I don't know. Mm-hmm. We get more of like loyal, like can't go home because he doesn't mm-hmm. want to get married. And right. if there was like a word for this book, it would be stagnant. <laughs> like that is what this book yep. is. Everything is stagnant. Mm-hmm. Like it seems like this, like, because because Loyal has now not been home for like five years, and mm-hmm. Rand is worried because he knows that Ogier shouldn't be away for that long. Mm-hmm. But Loyal's like, no, I can't go back. Mm-hmm. My mom will get make me get married. Right. So silly. So Rand is both trying to send him away, and also, well, if he stays, I can use him. So. Ugh, I had classic, classic Rand. Classic Rand. Um, and it's weird because it's somehow connected to Olivia. He says he could use Lael if what Olivia had told him about the Shansham was true. And I'm like, do you just mean that he thinks about things or is there something else going on? I don't know. I don't remember. I guess we do know that the Shanshan have Ogier troops. So maybe there's like something that he thinks Lael can help him with there. Maybe. I don't know. Anyway. Um, Oh, right. And then Lael's like, uh, he, so Rand is like, okay, well, anyway, I have to talk to to Bashir and Loghain. And Loyal's like, yeah, about that. Right. <laughs> <laughs> There's something I need to tell you about the Aes Sedai who came with us. <laughs> and then we immediately cut to Cad Swain. Right. And she's who, like, who's like, what? what? <laughs> Sorry, they did. They did what now? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> And Samitsu is there and is like, yeah, they they definitely bonded the Aes Sedai. Uh-huh. Like, Loghain is definitely bonded Tovian and Gabrell. Uh-huh. For sure. And Cad Swain says, turnabout. Yeah. <laughs> I died. I died. Oh. It was pretty funny. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then there's I'm- like... And then, you know, it's like, I don't care about any of this. Right. Well, Katsuin is like, I need you to go back to Kyrian. And Samitsu is like mad because there's nothing she can do about something. And Katsuin's like, you're, you're supposed to watch them. And you're like, okay, what? I don't, I don't know. Yeah. It's a lot about watching people and something. Sashel needs yeah, to be watched. Somehow and... we care about Sashel. I don't um, know. And then, and then, Samitsu is like, well, why are you here? And like, what is Althor going to do? And Katsuin is like, he intends something very dangerous. He knew, she knew exactly what he intended. So nice that nobody wants to tell us what the hell is going on. I will say at least we're going to find out in like two seconds. Yeah. At least it's not like another secret thing that we're just not allowed to know for like the rest of the series. Right. Well, and Katsuin is like, I just don't know whether I should stop it or not, which is fair. Um, Fair. Um. And then we get Rand's reaction to the bonding, which is, right. what the fuck did you do? <laughs> He's so angry. And then Logan <laughs> is like, so you want us to release them? And he's like, no. no. <laughs> What's done can't be undone. I know it was kind of funny. Well, yeah. Logan says, are you saying release them? Will the Aes Sedai release those of ours mm. that they've taken? I do think, though, the Aes Sedai require consent to bond. I mean, again, in, in, yes, in quotes. Exactly. In quotes. Yes. 
but it's not not what Loghain did. No, no. Loghain 100, there was zero consent. I mean. Yes. And so at least the Ashaman are being given, at the very least, the illusion, if not the actuality of a choice. Exactly. Um, But yes, that has not been the way here. And I love how he's like, you know, Gwyn's going to make me like give you the Aes Sedai Ashaman for every single Aes Sedai that you've taken for them. And I'm like... That's assuming that Egwene wants Ashaman I know, right? bonded to Aes Sedai, which feels like a pretty big assumption. But also he's surrounded by Aes Sedai who did bond Ashaman. So I guess it makes sense in a way. But like, I don't think Egwene knows about that. I don't think she knows about that either. It's, all, it just it's happened. all so bananas. It is. And Loghain's just like, I don't know. What do you want me to do, man? Right. Tame told <laughs> us to. <laughs> like, Tame's the one who said it. Um... I also love like he's talking to Loghain and then it's like everyone else in the room is so uncomfortable. Yeah. <laughs> it's like Min didn't want to be a part of it. So she left. Loyal looked like he was trying to figure out how he could leave. Right. <laughs> like, um, And yeah, that's when Tame sort of is like finally Logan. gives. Oh, sorry. Sorry. Loghain is like, by the way. Yeah. Just so you know, this is what's going on with Maze from Tame and the Black mm-hmm. Tower. And you- if you're not careful, you're going to get a split there too. And mm. most of them will follow him because they don't even know you. Right. Right. And it's what we know yes. and have been anxious about. But Rand correctly is like, Has other things to worry. And I have about. to wait. Like, I can't yeah. deal with that, which is hard when you're just like, I just think about the sections where we were like, Rand. Yes. You- why you're this man is creating an army and you are not controlling mm-hmm. it and it is going to be turned against you yep. yeah yeah um, so then rand is like okay so bashir like are you just here to escort Logan, or like is something else going on um and bashir is like in fact there is something oh my else. god and so now we find out what those stupid notes were about the, yeah, like, the seals. The seals. It's because they've been watching the seals for Rand. Mm-hmm. And so now they're like, well, okay. Does that mean they were more broken? Right. And like maybe the shadow knows where the last is. And I'm just like, do I know where the last is? Like I have don't lost such so. track. I, I mean, I will point. say like we're getting when he says was the like Rand is like, was the shadow beginning the opening moves of the last mm-hmm. battle? Um, was pretty exciting to read and finding out what Rand meant. I can't fight the shadow and the sunshine at the mm-hmm. same time. I am sending the three of you to arrange a truce with the sunshine. I was like, oh, shit. Yeah. Everybody's having negotiations right now. This yeah. But that like, was a big one. That was a big one. That, like, that big felt one. like a that felt like a big and earned moment mm. because every time like that felt like it has been built to really well, given Rand's history with the Sanchan right with his like really good battle his really terrible battle how they've just been like weighing on his mind yeah since he found that spear yeah like in the snow right. however long ago right, right. like it just felt like a really great sort of moment that had the impact it it should have had mm. um, like so many other things in that <laughs> section uh and then this really silly Elsa perspective yeah. which I was like Robert Jordan, you had such a good ending to this chapter. Why and then you... you throw this garbage in? I was wondering, is we get this repetition of like, oh right, the cells are called hearts. Um and yeah. uh and and the line I said at the beginning, and I was trying to figure out like what is this for? And 
I was trying to decide if like, because there's a lot of hay made over how weird Elsa is acting and which yeah. we know is because she's under compulsion from Varen, right? Or like she was sort of pseudo compelled to change her mind about Rand. Um, right. Which she thinks was all her own doing. And I'm like, okay, so is this like, are we meant to understand something about how people act when they're I, I just I don't, don't care. Oh, yeah, I just enough. don't care. I feel like that was such a strong Rand section yes. with Loghain yeah. and then he just killed the momentum yeah, by putting this Elza POV here. Yeah. Like, and then he kills oh, an even deader by Oh my god. <laughs> the the sound I made <laughs> when I turned the page and it was Perrin. I was like, are you are you fucking kidding? <laughs> like, come on. And it's such a nothing chapter. I, yeah, it's a lot of you could have cut this entire chapter. I mean, literally, does anything happen? No, after literally nothing. It is preparing. Like they're going is, to Sew Harbor. That's it. This whole chapter, because they don't even leave. No, the whole chapter right. is just. By the way. It's been 32 days, I guess, right? That's what the not thing yes, was. Yes, yeah, since File was captured. Since File's been missing. There's, it's literally nothing. Literally yeah. nothing happens. Yeah, I don't they, have anything. They collect their like money. <laughs> like. They're going to go buy green. A few of them are going to go buy green. And Karen's a little worried about Queen, whatever her name is, that guy, right. go, the guard staying behind. Right, right, right. And like, that's it. Yeah, I guess we do find out that Balwer has like taken over all of the uh, appropriators club um, and he's using them as spies sure. for himself. So like, I guess that's. And okay. then the only thing that happens at the very end, just as they um, right after they go through the gateway that oh, right. makes is yeah. they see one of the lizard things. thingies. Yeah, the sunshine. And Perrin's like, doesn't have shit to do with us. <laughs> that's it. That's because he had sent a scout ahead to this town to make sure that like there weren't any Shanshin. Right. So yeah. And so then that's this that. chapter that's... is so this chapter what? is kicking off what like a zombie movie. I guess a, so. So a ghost. Right. Town? We were talking about that moment where Elaine runs into the maid who like thinks right, she's with the seen ghost. a ghost. And Discord did tell us that it would come back, and here it is. So here it is. And I so, was wondering if, like, there's some, like, you know, quote unquote, rip in the fabric that's like causing war, you know, warding to not work, and also the dead are like rising again. It's all there feeling, must it feels be. very apocalyptic. Certainly. Yeah, it it, and we know that Robert Jordan is very good. Like, he's very good at writing unsettling yeah. horror, like, horror building up to something that you know is going to be awful. Right, and. If this chapter existed in any other place <laughs> yeah. that was not where it is, I think yeah. I could have really appreciated that. <laughs> but it's like you're throwing us into this like haunted parent mm -hmm. movie that I am like, it doesn't have. It doesn't connect to anything else. It doesn't connect to anything else. And I was thinking about how like in the, the first time Matt got chased by a golem and how scary mm. that was and yeah. how. He introduced this thing, but it was in the midst of mm. someone who was connected to so much else that was happening. It didn't feel like a departure. It didn't mm -hmm. feel unnecessary. And it was still really exciting to read. 
this is so disconnected. Well, yeah. And, you know, because the whole time I'm like, what does this have to do with rescuing file, which is what parents plot is supposed to be? Yeah, so, like, no, they're just getting the food. whole book building up to like they finally located them. They're trying to come up with a plan. But like nope. there's something about aqueducts. And now we're taking like a, yet another side quest to a haunted town to buy weevily flower. Like you, you like, couldn't <laughs> do this in a way that connected more strongly to files yeah. to the to the rescuing her or literally or like, anything else in the book. Anything, or anything else, else in the book than one stray mention that happened when Elaine of all people was like at a castle. It's just I don't even really want to go page by page. No, I don't think we need so... to. Everything smells bad. Everybody is being weird. They're all like WTF. Karen is like stressed and his hackles are up mm -hmm. they go to buy grain the grain is full of weevils even though it's like too cold for pests like it's so frustrating and then there's there are, ghosts <laughs> there are these like moments where it's like you know they get in the town and the guy's like are you still alive and you're like yeah. ooh, yeah like you know there are these like really wonderful scary creepy weird things that are happening mm. that robert jordan's so good at and it's just such a bummer that it's like I can't appreciate it because I'm too irritated. Yeah. I mean, I'm looking through. I didn't highlight a single thing in this chapter because I don't because usually when I'm highlighting, it's because I'm trying to yeah. dots Yes. or like there's a sentence that I think is particularly interesting, but there's no connecting anything outside well, of this situation to this situation. And it's frustrating because we know how intensely Perrin wants file back. We yeah. know that like there was like I, I we kind of skipped over a lot of that the previous chapter because literally nothing happened but there was a line in the previous chapter where he's looking at this map where he has a map of the city mm -hmm. that file that the shido have taken over and that file is inside of and he's seeing it as a puzzle yeah and it's just like he knows he has to figure out mm -hmm. how to get through the shido on the outside right. inside to get to file and so it's taking us out of that moment that could have been built on mm -hmm. and and done some like work for us. And putting Perrin in the situation that I'm like, why are you here? Right. Like, I understand food is important. And I understand that your your people need to be fed. But plot-wise, it seems like such a bizarre decision. Yeah. To, to you're already, you already have Perrin on a side quest. Right. And now so it's another, another. Right. Side you're quest. side questing the side quest. And I mean, clearly this is going to build to something. Sure. And we're stopping at a weird place that like you wouldn't normally stop at this it's point true. if you were like a not reading on a schedule. Um. So but the problem is, is that normally if you're not stopping in the if you're stopping in the middle of the action because of your reading schedule, you're like, oh, I need to find out what's happening. But this doesn't work because it's no. so again, it's so disconnected, as we've been saying. For, like, I'm curious but I really what I want to know more than anything is how does it connect to anything else? Like, that's what I want no, to know. What I want to know is how are you going to get file back? I that's don't think that's going to happen in this book. I think I don't know. I maybe think right. it'll be like an Aragorn situation where he leads the dead to take on the Shido <laughs> and they all like they kill all the Shido with the forces of the dead. It's just so I bet that's what's going to happen. I Maybe. No, I it's just I like don't. you have Perrin. This whole chapter is like so reluctant to be there on top mm -hmm. of it. So it does. He like your own character doesn't have intellectual curiosity yeah. about what's going on. All he wants is to be out of it. And all I want is to be yeah. out of it. <laughs> like when he's like, how many times in this chapter was he like, I wish I could leave. Uh -huh. I wish I could get out of here. Yes. Like the it ends with yes. like. 
he just wants to leave. Like uh-huh. him saying So Harbor has to, or so I keep wanting to say Sag Harbor. Oh, different. So Habor. Oh, whatever. I did read it as Harbor the whole time. Yeah, no. So Habor. So Habor. Uh, needs to deal with their own shit basically is how he sees it uh and yeah you're right we are stopping in a strange space because we're like sort of stopping in the prologue yeah of what the epilogue (laughs) right we're in the prologue of the ghost town yeah and it's just it's so the pacing is so Mm. off this whole book the pacing has been so off yeah and just so rough yeah but we only have one more Wait, one more section. You know a shit ton of action's going to happen in the next, you know, six chapters or whatever it is. Um, So everything's going to blow up. And I hope uh, so. I mean, it will. It will. I believe that it will. Because <laughs> that's also how he writes. He does it every time. He um, does. And it would be but... super weird for there not to be some kind of blow up. We're just real close to the end to I be introducing know. this ghost town. I mean, he, yeah, well, that's uh, that's true. But he also does cram always all of the action into like four chapters at the end. You're I right. Mean, but I don't so. think we've ever had a book that was just literally this entire yeah. book other than the Alvier and torture scene has been conversations. Mm-hmm. That's the, the entire book. I can't. I, <laughs> I, I'm like flabbergasted. Yeah. We have just, been assured that the next book is much quicker. So. Well, the next one's our last Jordan book. Jordan book. Yeah. And then we get to Sanderson. Yeah. Yeah. I Wild. know they're going to be distinct changes. So Yeah, I'm just... so curious because it had been so long since I did a full read when the Sanderson ones came out. Yeah, because we didn't do we didn't do no. a full read. We no. only read the last three. Yeah. Yeah. And so this will yep. be our first. Yeah. Like and actual reread. Yeah. And to end reread. Ooh. Yeah. All right. <laughs> All right. So well, that's that. Yeah. We'll see what happens next time. Uh, next episode, we will be finishing Crossroads of Twilight, chapters oh. 27 through the epilogue. We're going to do it. Um, and that will be every other Wednesday ish, as mm-hmm. per usual. Uh, and a big thank you to Brian Dunn, our fellow Wheel of Time fan and musician who created the amazing intro and outro tracks for this podcast. You can find more of his work at BrianDunnMusic.net. That is Brian with a Y and Dunn with two N's. And as always, if you are enjoying the show, please leave a review and or rating on the podcast platform of your choice. It helps other folks to find the show. We super appreciate it. Uh, you can find us. Where am I right now? All right. I'm on Litsy. L-I-T-S-Y is how you spell that, <laughs> which is like barely still exists, but I'm kind of charmed by it. Um, yeah. And Tumblr as Jen I-R-L, J-E-N-N-I-R-L. I still have my other social media accounts. I'm just not using them. Um, and I'm on the Book Riot SFF. Yeah. Podcast also. Um, I am on the socials that run with Skizzers, mostly Tumblr, Blue Sky, Instagram these days. Uh, and I I should have said this earlier. I have a Spider Boy run happening on Marvel yeah. Unlimited right now. The second issue came out this week. Speaking of rats, which play quite the part in the Spider Boy run, it's <laughs> only on Marvel Unlimited, so you can find it through the app. Oh, right. Also, I just put this in. I was like, wait, we should talk about we're both going to be uh, on a virtual panel uh, for loyalty bookstores about um, Arthurian 
stuff and rom-coms. And uh, we're going to be talking with Lex Croucher, who's the author of Gwen and Art Are Not in Love, which is a rom-com-y retelling of King Arthur. It's going to be fun. It's, it's going to be really fun. Saturday. Saturday. It's on the 20th at yes. 1 p.m., I think. Eastern. 1 p.m. Eastern. We'll leave a link in the show notes. Um, in the meantime, you can also find us on patreon.com slash bust. As always, a huge thank you to our patrons. James B. Caitlin E. Brandon G. Noisy Caribou. Raymond H. Josh M. Cisnerd, Holly H, Abby H, Tracy P, Rachel H, Ian M, Vola here, Matt Dave, Simon K, Heaven, Gretchen W, Klista R, Catherine, support your local library, Asmodian's Moody Harp playing, Leah B, Molly B, Sedant. Joanne, N.T., Jennifer P., Anastasia L., Jessica D., Laura M., Spencer, Jarvis, Jonathan, Bruce L., Benjamin A., The Bitter Fig, Nate M., Joanna S., James C., Druidus Cleodna, Stevani, Johanna R, Christina M, Lizzie R, Kate G, Ariel, Holly B, Elizabeth M, Ryan M, Zach H, Eleanor, Justin H, Fred, Robin, Lisa D, Jordan Z, Saga N, Josh S, Robert J, Ben P, G Todd, P Footy, Ross P, Tobin T, Megan, David N, Ariel B, Michael, Linnea M, Lindsay W, Julie, Danielle G, Dan B, John A, Clara H, Carly, Brendan O, Mary, Caroline P, Joe E, James K, Joseph S, Ryan M, Sarah R, Helen D, Joshua M, Michael D, M Lethem, Janae H, Jennifer P, Christina G, Chaitali S, Charlie E, Arcade, Stephen S, James, Ruth A, Jetlag Jessica, Mandarb the girl, not the horse, David U, Meridim, Mimi K, Amanda, Heather J, Christina M, Sirius G, Olivia K, Joshua S, Nicholas E, Michelle S, Michelle D, Destination Toast, MJ, Kat S, Jericho W, Thomas K, Elizabeth F, Emily, Evans K, Ola J, Yulia S, Brian D. This episode is not the ending. There are neither beginnings nor endings to the Wheel of Time, but it is an ending. Bye!